guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Okay, I'm going to get you into the seventh crazy seal that you and I are living in right now, which has a lot of good, but also has a lot of craziness that is kind of difficult to understand. You can only imagine John from the Isle of Patmos back in the day, seeing our day and trying to describe it the way that he, trying to describe it in only the way that he knew how. For example, you get into chapter nine and what happens is the chapter heading says, John also sees wars and plagues poured out during the seventh seal and before the Lord comes. Now you get into verse number two and a lot of people talk about these particular verses here and this is just one way that it could be interpreted. And he opened up the bottomless pit and there arose a smoke out of the pit as the smoke of a great furnace and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit and there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth and unto them was given power as the scorpions of the earth have power. You go down to verses 7 through 10 and the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle and on their heads were as it were like crowns of gold and their face were the faces of men. And they had hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions. And they had breastplates as it were breastplates of iron. And the sounds of their wings were as sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. And they had tails like unto scorpions, and there were stings in their tails, and their power was to hurt men five months. Okay, this is weird. In fact, a lot of people have drawn pictures of this. Check out this picture right here. If you're viewing this one, this is kind of cool. That looks weird. I, I would freak out as well if I saw that thing coming towards me. Now, remembering that John is seeing warfare in our day. How do you describe, you know, a helicopter coming in with faces of men that can sting people like scorpions? And you've got this huge stinger that comes out like a tank or something like that there. So John sees this modern warfare and he's describing it as best as he knows how. Again, that's just one way that it could be described here. But John sees our day and describes it as best as he knows how. Chapter 11 is one that gets a lot of people confused as well. And there's not a lot of information we have here. But it says, in the last days, two prophets will be slain in Jerusalem. After three and a half days, they will be resurrected. Christ will reign over all the earth. Now, what's interesting with this in mind, you go to section 77 of the Doctrine and Covenants, you go down to verse number 15, and it says, what is to be understood by the two witnesses in the 11th chapter of Revelation? Well, the answer is that there are two prophets that are to be raised up to the Jewish nation in the last days at the time of the restoration and to prophesy to the Jews after they are gathered and have built the city of Jerusalem in the land of their fathers. So Bruce R. McConkie said this about these particular men. It said, who will these witnesses be? We do not know. Please keep that in mind. We really don't know. Except that they will be followers of Joseph Smith, that they will hold the Melchizedek priesthood, and they will be members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It is reasonable to suppose, knowing how the Lord has always dealt with his people in all ages, that they will be two members of the Council of the Twelve and the First Presidency of the Church. But as you look at this, there's going to be a lot of people during this time period who will have difficulties because of their testimony. And it's going to become a difficult time to be able to be a member of the church to share that testimony for fear of what could happen to you. Now, I love what President Nelson taught several years ago about this idea of just what happens when you get that fear and you're scared to share the gospel. I love his message right here. So go ahead and watch this. I was in a small airplane and all of a sudden the engine on the wing caught fire. It exploded and burning oil was poured all over the right side of the airplane and we started to dive toward the earth. We were spinning down to our death. Oh, this woman across the aisle, I 
I just was so sorry for her. She was just absolutely uncontrollably hysterical. And I was calm. I was totally calm. Even though I knew I was going down to my death, I was ready to meet my maker. We didn't crash. We didn't die. The spiral dive extinguished the flame. The pilot got control and started the other engine up. And we made an emergency landing out in the field. But I thought through that experience, if you've got a faith, you can handle difficulties, knowing that with an eternal perspective that all will be well. In Luke 21, the earth shall be in distress, nations with perplexity, the seas and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear. What we're seeing is a prediction that in these latter days, people will be afraid. Men's hearts are failing, and that includes women, because they forget their identity and their purpose. The heartaches will come. I've lived through the death of a wife and the death of a daughter. I've seen the troubles that divorce brings. Children or grandchildren go astray. Disability. Illness, injuries. To the individual who is weak in the heart, fearful in the heart, be patient with yourself. Perfection comes not in this life, but in the next life. Don't demand things that are unreasonable, but demand of yourself improvement. As you let the Lord help you through that, he will make the difference. I'm so grateful for the gospel of Jesus Christ that allows me that kind of strength in these tumultuous times. Well, I think one of the things that will help us to be able to have more courage and less fear is using the Word of God in our life. And you go back to Revelation chapter 10, you get verses 8 through 11. Again, this is John describing, I believe, what the scriptures can do for us. It says, The voice which I heard from heaven spake unto me again, and said, Go and take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel which standeth upon the sea upon the earth. And I went to the angel and said unto him, Give me the little book. And he said unto me, Take it and eat it up, and it shall make thy belly bitter but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey. I think that's such a cool statement. And I took the little book out of the angel's hand, ate it up, and it was in my mouth sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. Now there's a couple ways I think we can take this right here. You go into 2 Nephi 32.3, where it literally talks about feasting upon the words of Christ. For behold, the words of Christ will tell you all things what you should do. Now that's not always going to be easy for us, but it's going to be something that will bless our life. Now over in 2 Timothy chapter 3, uh, Seminary Doctrinal Master, 
last three verses here, verses 16 and 17. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So when we take the scriptures and literally apply them to our daily lives, we eat them, we feast upon them, it's going to tell us some things that might make us a little bit, uh, maybe bitter might not be the right term, but it might be a little uncomfortable for us. But as we move forward with that, it's going to provide for us the courage to be able to do what we need to do in this crazy seventh seal that we live in, which will then provide for us the spirit, which is as sweet as honey. So anyways, you're looking at these time periods right here. You're going to see a lot of craziness. You're going to see some difficulties. You're going to see some things that are very hard to understand, but you're also going to see ways that the Lord is going to bless you as we take hold upon his word and make it a part of us. I love that message and I know that it's true. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.